Our scripture today, again, is found in St. John 3, 16 and 17. Hallelujah. St. John 3, 16 and 17. Everybody got it? Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Can you say amen? Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We are so grateful for God allowing us to be back in the house of the Lord one more time. And uh, it's a special day for us as believers because we are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we want to take a moment and to say happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday. Come on, let's make some noise because... Whatever we give him, he deserves that and so much more. Hallelujah. We said, Great. Happy birthday, Jesus. If it had not been for you, who was on our side, we wouldn't be here today. He is the reason, not just for the season. But he is the reason for our living. We are here because he is alive. So we are grateful today. I know I would have been lost. I would have been, I would have been where I didn't want to be. <laughs> At a place called hell. Lord have mercy. The place that we we don't hear preachers preach about no more. But the reality is everybody ain't going to heaven. Praise the Lord. Because you have to be born again. You got to be born of the spirit and of the water. And your name has to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Now he came to seek he come that you might have life. He died that you might live. He prepared a place for you that you might come. But it's up to you and me. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that something to know that we have a decision for a better life? Come on, church. 
Where's our enthusiasm?
here forever grateful a man it's good to see my nephew here today he come out of his groundhog hole every once in a while amen he come out of that hole every once in a while praise the Lord he comes out is it is it gonna be six more weeks of winter I guess he gonna hold it to the end of service another groundhog come walking through the door amen we got we must have gone have a pretty good interest in winter mother we got two groundhogs that came to church this morning we spread love everybody we spread that love praise the Lord and so we're so grateful to the Lord today listen ladies and gentlemen we've been blessed we've been blessed we've been blessed we got a great year this year in spite of all that we had to go through yeah we had a blessed year we had a blessed year matter of fact we 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 going into the new year amen and and we done made it to so this year will become a testimony because the scripture says they overcame him who is him Satan I can't get here they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of the testimony. So when you come through something, you don't leave there with nothing. God makes sure you leave with some lessons learned. Lord have mercy. You leave with some understanding. You, you ought to leave. Anything you go through, you ought to leave with something. And you ought to leave something behind. Because if you leave with what you went in with, that's called recite. That's called repeat. But I'm going to leave something and I ought to leave with something. I'm losing the truth. See, that's what, you, that's what process looks like process looks like uh, you left something and you wanted to leave it. <laughs> I can't get no help. Hallelujah. It wasn't a struggle. You wasn't, you, you, you wasn't like Lot's wife. See, I can't get no help. See, I, I can't get no help. I said, I said, I said, we, we're not walking in Lot's wife anointing. Uh, we 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 take it, well, very proud. One more glance. See, one more glance is communicating to that one more chance. You missed it. Hallelujah! Some of you missed it because you didn't want to catch it. I can't get no help because you're still looking. Hallelujah to God. And, and and sometimes you can be looking for that to reach out to you. See, that's taking another look too. You keep looking at your phone. They ain't wish me Merry Christmas. 
Go on, preach, Pastor. Go on, preach. I can't get no help. Go on, preach, Pastor. Huh? Go on, preach. We're here now. Go on, preach. Huh? They ain't, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't text me and say happy Thanksgiving. Go on, Pastor. Go on, Pastor. Huh? I, I, had, I hadn't received nothing for my birthday. Go on, Pastor. Huh? Huh? One more look. <laughs> one more glance. Spells one more chance. You ain't got to say nothing. It's a good preaching, I think. Go on, Pastor. <laughs> that's my that's my new that's my new term for 2024. Go on, Pastor. I can't get much help here. When I can't get much help, mother, I'm going to say, go on, Pastor. Huh? Can't get no amens? Go on, Pastor. <laughs> and see, and see, I'm going to talk about it because, I'm going to talk about it because the Lord, you know the Lord is so good, right? He'll tell you what to preach. Lord have mercy. I said, he'll tell you what to preach. See, you, you ain't got to you ain't got to go in your book of sermons and pick one out. Like this one here gonna do it. No, he'll tell you what to preach. See, I totally depend on it. Because I know I'm I'm I'll make a blunt. See y'all ain't saying one of the qualifications of being used by God is being real with yourself. And understand that if God if you don't speak through me. I'm subject to say the wrong thing. And watch this. It can be it can be a good message. But it's the wrong message because it ain't what God wants to tell you. can preach a message and folk can shine and dance and fall out and boo and it not be the right word. Good word. Good message. Wrong time. Because <laughs> it ain't what God wanted to see. He'll give you what to preach. He'll give you what to preach because I believe that we have to have an understanding and we got to be reminded of why Jesus came. Because we done turned Christmas into a multi billion dollar business. I can't get no help. And, and, and the only ones benefiting is people. And we ain't exalting the king of kings. I believe when we get an understanding of what Christmas is really all about, we, we can get out of debt. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my my little great nephew and niece, you know, they always stop by and say, say hey, uh, they just love their Uncle Ray. That's all. Don't y'all hate them. Just, just congratulate them. <laughs> say amen. See everybody just say man, thank you. Go on, Pastor. I'm telling you. I'm not carrying that luggage. <laughs> that baggage. Whatever you want to call it. But they came on up in there. Thank you, mother. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, they came up in there and they said, they said, uh, it's Christmas. Look at our outfits. Don't we look nice? 
say, I look good. You look really good. You look pretty. You look, you look, you look cool there, buddy. Thank you. And they said, uh, and one of them said, uh, uh, we're going to make Rice Krispie Treats. And the, the young one said, well, we already know there's no Santa Claus. Yeah. See, 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 see y'all there saying that? Because that's a shout moment. Because ain't no sense in the in, in God's children being lied to. Because the parents are lying. And so my little nephew said, oh, we already know the truth, Uncle Ray. That, that there is no Santa Claus. That gifts and presents come from my parents. That's good teaching. That's real good teaching. Because they understand that there is no Saint Nicholas. Christmas has nothing to do with Santa Claus and reindeers and elves and flying slaves. But they said it's about Jesus. Those are BTWCs. Uh, and I said, I said, that's right. And keep that. And don't let nobody take that from you. See, they go to a Christian school. So they, they, they're hearing about Jesus all the time. Hearing about Jesus all the time. They ain't hearing all them lies that we were taught. Hallelujah to God. In the history books. Glory be to God. See, there's a lot of stuff in there that is put in there, and it is stemmed to cause us not to know the truth. Jesus came. Oh, yes, he did. He, seek, he came to seek and to save. That was the flaw. That's what I want to preach this morning. I want to preach this morning. And I'm gonna read my text here, and I'm gonna give you my subject. Now y'all know that's you know Jesus is coming. But I don't give no subject. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm liable to be your You understand what I'm saying? And then we end up and it's ultimately to, to cause us to end up right here. So it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter the past. As long as it's the path that he leads us in. And uh, the final destination is supposed to lead us to the altar. Why do you think when we have home goings, where, where's the body sitting? I can't get no help in here. I can't get no help in here. So, so oh, y'all missed it. So, so really, the altar has a lot to do with the gate. It's symbolic. 
We supposed to we supposed to leave the dead stuff. Anything that is killing you, anything that is trying to rob you of the eternal life, you need to bring and lay it at the altar. So that means it's about it. You got to go through the altar to get in the gate. Amen. How you expect to get in the gate and you don't want to come to the altar? You know why there are things that are still living in us? Because we hadn't brought it to the altar. Because you ain't going to take it with you. Can you now you, 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 now you know you're not carrying that through the gate. Come to the altar. 
and climb up into a sycamore tree, watch this, to see him. For he was to pass that way. So Jesus was coming that way and he ran and he climbed up into a sycamore tree, watch this, to see him. I got to show y'all something. He climbed up in the sycamore tree to see him. But verse 5 begins, and when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him. Oh, God. So in verse 4, he climbed up into the sycamore tree so that he could see Jesus. Jesus came to the place where he was, looked up, and saw him. So what he was seeking saw him. What he was seeking was seeking him. Man, I don't care what y'all say. Huh? So it meant something how God now here's the teacher in me because I got to stop. Line upon my precept upon precept. Because in all I get it, get a word. So, 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 so he gets up into the tree because people was in the way, not intentionally. See? <laughs> Don't always think somebody is trying to block you. They was there for the same reason he was. To see Jesus. Because they heard he was coming that way. Okay. Could it be that a lot of times people can't see Jesus? It's because they're too calm? Sometimes your personal issues can stop you from seeing Jesus when it is your personal issues that gives you the reason to see Jesus. But because we make our personal issues and we use them to defend ourselves against other people, we miss seeing Jesus because we can't keep our eyes off of people. I can't get no help. I know that I see, I know it, it, it may not make you holler, jerk, as long as you get it. That's all that matters. So what we do? All they always, somebody always got to try to block me. They always in the way. I can't see him because she in my way. He in my way. I read that way. He, he said, man, I can't see. Watch this. Watch this. The reason why I can't see him is because I'm short in stature. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The reason why I can't see who I need to see is, is the, 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 the issue is not everybody else. It's me. I'm the one that's short in stature. And now what I have to do, I have to find a way in order that I might see him and it don't distract them. <laughs> I can't get no help because it's not their fault that they're taller than me. 
I can't get no better. I can't get no better. It ain't their fault that they're taller than me, and it is not their fault that I'm shorter than them. Amen. So that teaches us that statue really doesn't stop you if you are determined to see Jesus anyway. You will find it. Because, what's this? And the reason why you find a way is because there was a way. If there wasn't no way, you wouldn't have found it. I can't get no help with that. So he said, I got to think like a short man. I can't get no help with that. Now, if I'm short, there's nothing I can do about that. But what that means, I have to connect with something that can cause me to get a better view. Uh oh. I'm not looking for something, hallelujah, to do it for me. I'm not looking for anybody to do it for me. But I'm looking for something that I can use to get me in a better position so that I can see him. It ain't about people. It's about him. I'm leaving some of y'all because this is where you at. This is where you at. And Jesus has been looking for you. The Bible said he, he, he was in the place. You can be in the right place and still miss Jesus. In the right place, Jesus is there. Salvation is there. Your breakthrough is there. Everything you need is right there. But you can't see it because you're trying to see everything else except for who you need to see. Each and every one of us, when we come to this place weekly, we ought to be coming to see Jesus. Watch this. If you come in here seeing Jesus, in spite of what you see other than Jesus, it won't discourage you. Because you understand that if you was to see a flaw or a fault in another, that's the reason why they're here too. You understand? Our perspective has to change. But your perspective cannot change unless your position and your posture changes. That's good preaching. Okay. Go on, Pastor. Uh, and, uh, and so, and so y'all see that? That's beautiful to me. You have to stop and point that out. Uh, very proud because in verse 4 it says he and, and he ran and, and he climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was to pass that way and when Jesus came to the place he looked up and saw him and said unto him Zacchaeus he knew his name he knew his name and called him by his name. Zacchaeus, come down. <laughs> I can't get no help. Now, I know why you got up there, but up there is no longer necessary. I can't get no help. 
I can't get no help in here. I can't get no help in here. I can't get no help in here. Go on, Pastor. Huh? Whatever you use to seek, now that I found you. See, we didn't find Jesus because Jesus wasn't lost. I can't get no help. See, he, see what it was, the truth is, he found you and me. We were the lost. And so, Zacchaeus, the method is no longer, is no longer necessary. <laughs> Watch this. The method is no longer necessary because the message is calling you to come to him. See, see the message. See, see, all these folk get caught up in methods. Talking about it's a method. It's in the method. No, it ain't. It's in the message. See, once the message, once, once the message, watch this. Once the message is calling you to himself, the method is no longer necessary. And the problem with the church is we hold on to too, too many methods too many. And people are missing God, and it is the method that's in the way. Because what they don't understand is when you start changing a bunch of methods, eventually unbeknownst to them, they are messing with the message. No, don't worry about it. It'll get you on Tuesday by 12.39. After you finish smacking on that last little piece of bologna sandwich that you made from some bologna that you prayed on that was really a day late. It's inspiring. But you think you could just pray over spoiled stuff and then become I, I, okay. I, I, all right. But let me get back to my text because I don't want to I don't want to hold y'all too long. Glory to God. I'm preaching real good now. Y'all Y'all tripping on the brother, but I'm preaching real good. The Lord gave me this. I'm telling you, he gave me this. And the bologna sandwich. He gave me this. Are y'all praying for the boy? And, uh, and, and he says, Zacchaeus, now imagine that's your name. Imagine that's your name. Make haste. Good God Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, 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 see what, what, what do I see? Let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you read the Bible, you ought to just get lost in it. Just, 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 just let loose. Just let the Bible have you. Because when I see this, hallelujah to God, when, when he said make haste, Zacchaeus, this is important. I, I am the most important thing in your life. This moment right here is an important moment. It's, a, it's an urgent moment. It's a serious moment. Make haste. Get in a hurry. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Get in a hurry and come down from there. Why are we moving so slow? When it is Jesus that's calling you. 
But we make haste. Oh, oh. Wait a minute. When other folk call us, we make haste. But when it's Jesus, then we don't want to come down. Could it be that some of these places we don't want to come down is because we don't got comfortable in an upward place that we put ourselves and he didn't put us there? And so in order sometimes to get to Jesus, you got to come down off your voice. Boy, I'm enjoying this right here. You got to come down off your throne. No, no, you ain't got to believe me. Go, go on over there to the book of Acts where he knocked Saul off his beast. And he caused the light to blind him for a little while. Because he had to change his sight. See, if you're going to see right, good God, he got to, he got to change his sight. So, so what he'll do, he'll let some light into your life. Hallelujah to God. So that he can, he can remove your perspective. So that you can see his people right. That's all happened. He, he, he had the wrong perspective. He was seeing God's people wrong. So the Lord had to blind it. And then when he got his sight back, he saw them the way God saw them. And that's how he became a representative of the body of Christ. Because God changed his perspective. Hallelujah to God. See, I believe that when God is working on your heart, he's working on your eyes too. And y'all ain't saying Hallelujah to God. Because if you're going to love right, you got to also see right. You can't have respect the person. You, you can't be prejudiced. Not just, not just as it relates to color. Because there, there, you can be a churchgoer and be prejudiced. That's what cliques are in the church. They are prejudice groups. I can't get no help in there. Hallelujah to God. That's what they are. Yeah, I'm sitting on to Now just think about it. That'll hit you on Wednesday. I just hope it hits you before Bible study. Because I don't want you to see someone in church. Amen. It says, and uh, come down for today. Notice what Jesus said. I must abide. This is a must. This is this is this is this is a serious matter. I must abide. I must abide at thy house. So that tells me that Jesus was really looking for him. In the midst of all of the crowd, he was looking for him. Jesus came for Zacchaeus. Now it makes sense, Lord, why you gave me the subject that you gave me. I came with you. 
That's the subject that he gave. He said, tell my people I came for you. So whoever you are, Jesus came for you. Amen. See, that's going to help you to heal from some people that you was waiting on to come for you but didn't come. I can't get no help. You, 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 you kept on forgiving and they disappoint. I can't get no help. And, 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 and you, you gave them another chance and they disappoint. And, and, and you said that's the last time. I, I'm tired of you lying to me. Hallelujah to God. And that time turned into another time. And another time. And another time. But Jesus told me to tell you. He don't disappoint. Hallelujah. If he tell you he coming for you. You better be ready. Hallelujah to God. And then he said. He said tell him I came for you. Jesus came for you. For you. For you. For you, 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 Y'all not hearing me. Y'all not hearing me. 
You're too relaxed. You're not hearing me. And the reason why I know you're not hearing me, some of you, because I'm feeling it being kicked back in my breastplate. So I'm not blind. I'm not I'm not crazy. I know what I'm discerning. Hallelujah. You're not hearing me. You're too relaxed. You, you're too comfortable. You, 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 you are too passionate. You, 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 you're not taking this message seriously because you're not seeing the importance of this message. God is warning even in this invitation because it is a must. I must abide with you today. Why? Because tomorrow is not palace. Stop cutting off what you can do today for tomorrow. When Jesus comes and calls you by name, that is your day. You ain't got to go and sleep around no more. It's time for you to tell the club goodbye. It's time for you to tell the world goodbye. If Jesus is calling you,
or allow them to do this. When he told me, he said, tell him, I come for you. He said, tell him, I come, I came for you. I came to seek and to save that which was lost. We don't even see folk. And I know, I know what I'm about to say. It may be controversial. But we don't see folk getting saved for real. A lot of this stuff is coercing. It's psychology at work in the sanctuary. Folk ain't really getting saved because they're not staying. And I'm not talking about staying at church. Y'all not texting, are you? Respect this house. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But don't be texting while I'm preaching. Respect the word. Hallelujah to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah to God. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But we're going to respect the house. Praise the Lord. Now, and, 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 and please, y'all, don't be glad. That's why people don't come to church. No, they don't come to church because they don't want to live right. It ain't because we got order. They don't want to come to church, and they know church. They know right. They know God. They ain't coming because they it ain't in them. It ain't in them. Because if it's in you to come to church, you beat us here. Go where you go. You get up and go where you go. Yeah. Yes. I got to make you mad. I mean, this is the truth. This is serious. This, we in the last day. This ain't no time to be playing. They're killing people. And if they ain't saved, they're going to hell. That's just the bottom line. Folk ain't getting saved. Because they're not staying. I'm not just talking about in a church. They're not staying with God. There is no change. There is no coming out. There is no crucifying of the flesh. There is no denying. They're, 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 they got the same friends. They still drinking. They still smoking. They still fornicating. They still committing adultery. But you say. And so we make it, we make it, we make it passive. We make it comfortable. Well, well, we gotta give people, we gotta give God time. No, you have to participate. See, God is not lacking in His ability. You and I lack in our participation. See how you see it? No, don't tell. We don't hold people accountable. We don't. We don't require nothing. Just come, because all we care about is the numbers. All we care about is the seats being filled. Members equals money. No, members equals ministry. We got work to do. Folks ain't getting saved. Folk come to church, he'll hear a sermon like this, and go right back out the door. Light the weed, smoke the blunt, 
as if the preacher hadn't preached. Now, this church is everywhere now. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm preaching like this now. I'm, what I'm saying is for churches everywhere. So don't take what I'm saying and get offended by it. But if it hits you, it hits you. But I'm making a point. I'm making an example. Preachers are preaching hard every week. Giving them the truth. Not everybody, because we got this whole bunch of fluff out here. But the ones that are truly preaching the gospel, folk walk right out the doors and go right back to their seats. As if they didn't hear what the preacher said. Folk ain't getting saved. We brag about folk getting saved in our church. Where they at? Do we even care about the new souls? Or do we care about our own self and that's it? That's right. Who do we who have we checked on since the pandemic? When we don't see people come to church, do we pick up the phone and call? Or we wait on the pastor to do it? We don't care. Folk are out of church, don't come to church, we don't text, we don't call. What happened to the follow-up ministry? That's right. That's right. The pandemic is not supposed to kill ministry. It's supposed to get rid of you. It was supposed to get rid of the form of godliness. It was supposed to tear down all the idolatrous worship. It was supposed to get rid of flesh so that the Holy Spirit can get back in charge of the churches. Look at all the ministries that the pandemic killed because they wasn't built on a sure foundation. Closed the prayer meetings down during the pandemic. And you wonder why it was so easy to close the church. And so, hear my heart today, ladies and gentlemen. Hear my heart today. Hear my heart. Because I preached out of my heart today. Like I do every week. Huh? I preach out of my heart. And my heart was crying out today because God told me to tell you, you he come for you. Well, I'm already saying he comes for you. You need saving some more, just like I do. He come. We haven't, we haven't made it yet. We haven't arrived. There, there, is, there is some more room for improvement. We need the Lord. And those that are not saved every now and then, they need to hear us say, say in front of them, I need him too. He keeping me. If he wasn't keeping me, I would be, I would be actually partying with you, drinking with you, passing the blunt with you. Hello, where's the party tonight? Who's, who's bumming on the weekend? Whose spot we gonna hit? We gonna hit this weekend? You want me to stop by the uh, Aunt Bessie Cafe? 
See, y'all don't like that. Tell the truth now. We gotta, we gotta seek. Now watch this. Jesus comes to seek and to save that which is love. Jesus living in us. Who we seek? Who we seeking to get saved? The ministry is supposed to continue. You don't need a title. You don't need a license. You just need to care. I can't get no care. That's good preaching. We need to care. If we spend more time caring about souls than we do other stuff, this church will be it ain't about, it ain't about, y'all, you know what I'm saying? It's not about, it's not about, this church will be full, running over with souls. You know why we not bringing nobody to church? Because we, 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 we are so busy with us. Most of our crying out is for us. Our praying is for us. Not everybody, but you know what I mean. Not everybody. Some people are praying for us. But the majority of the time, the, the, the prayer line is about us. What about them? He came to seek and to save that. What about them? What about her over there? What about him over there? What about the backsliding preacher? He needs to be saved. She need to come back because there's a work in her. There's a there's a word in him. There are people that we won't reach. They call to reach, but they can't reach them back tonight. It's like I'm putting some of y'all to sleep. I'm I'm pulling out my heart. I'm really delivering a message, and some of y'all sleeping, chilling, fighting, fighting sleep. You're not listening. You're not listening. You don't care. We got to get it together. I'm not trying to dampen your Christmas spirit, but it ain't about what we made it. We made it about presents. We made it about gifts. We get mad at each other going into the new year because somebody didn't get something. I didn't like what you bought me, so I ain't speaking to you for three weeks. I can't get no help. Mad, talking about each other. Upset over a gift. And it ain't about the gift. It's supposed to have been about Jesus. I ain't coming to New Year's service because I'm mad. I thought it was about Jesus. Don't buy me, don't, don't never buy me nothing else. Shouldn't have bought you that. Because it's supposed to be about Jesus. I'm going to take it back. What did Jesus take his gift back? I can't get no help. What if he take his blood What if what if he was to, to denounce us? Because people denounce him, they they deny him. Oh, oh, it was it's more than one Peter. Peter 
deny it. People deny them every day. And then, and then, and then shot on Sunday. But deny them all day. What if he do you? Y'all, are y'all listening to me? What, what if, what if the way we do him? What if he was to do us? It would, it would devastate us. It would, it would destroy us. It, it, we, we, we would be so shamed and embarrassed. What if God was to expose you? Like, like we, like we, you know what I'm saying? Like we, on the level that we deny him. We don't even want people to know we say it. But he died so that you can't be saved. You know why? You know why so-called Christians are friends with the world because they don't understand the level of sacrifice that Jesus made. The Bible says those that are friends of the world are enemies of God. You can't be both, and that's the problem. We got people trying to be saved and worldly. You can't be friends with the world and be and be that's right and be loved and be in love with God. Can't do it. And that's why these churches are running over. Because that's what they're teaching. That's what they're allowing. And y'all, y'all remember what the Lord said two, three years back in the early part of this year. Exposure was coming. Look at all these preachers. And it's a whole net. Oh, it's a whole lot going to come out behind this. This Pete did it thing. Oh, it's a whole lot of preachers in that circle. There's going to be some name drop. There's going to be some exposure across the United States. All these big mega churches. Oh, yes, sir. Even into this city, there's some preachers in that group. It's coming out. Because there's too many souls following false prophets. And the Lord was not going to stand for it. They didn't, heed, they didn't heed the pandemic. Now this is a pandemic that they can't control. Exposure. And you and, and look, all these folks making all these posts on social media. We got to show grace. We got to show grace. We can't forget that we've all... No, you only saying that because you connected to them. These are decisions. This is why this is a perfect example that you don't mix the church with the world. Perfect example. Because the world is the world really is not afraid to be exposed because that's what they do. That's that's the nature of sinners. They sin. They enter all of that. Perversion and sexual morality. That's what sinners do. But when you mix, you supposed to be the church, and you mix with the world, you the one gonna get the bulk of the exposure, and the world gonna turn on you. Watch. It was all unfolding all along. A lot of people just weren't paying attention. Transitioning this to the door, all that, all that stuff. He knew it was coming. All these preachers doing all this changing up. A 
appointed discipline, new pastor. They knew it was coming. They knew it was coming. The exposure is coming. But it's 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 the church that's what's making it made to look bad. See, we don't care about the bride of Christ. I mean, they call in their name uh, the doctrine, the things that's being taught. All, all over the place. It's exposing. What didn't, what didn't, what didn't fall in the in the in the, in the fall is going to die in the That's the nature of seasons. That's the circle of seasons. Because what, what survived the fall won't, won't make it through the winter. That's why winter is considered the season of death. Because that's when things die because of the cold. And the, I can't. Let's look it up, y'all. I'm not, I'm not speaking no gloom and gloom. It, it's, it's in your Bible. Look it up. It's, in, it's right there. It's, 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 the, Bible said, the Bible said, pray that, that your flight be not in the winter. You need to be conscious. You need to be aware. You don't need to be in a dead zone. With no feeling, no consciousness, and, and no awareness, and God coming. Take you. You're not ready. So, today, make haste. Come down. Today, that's what he said. Does that speak? Does that see? He says, I must abide in your house. Today, I must do it. It's a must. See, y'all not hearing me. It's a must. It's urgent. It's serious. It's, this is real. This is real. This is real. I must. I must abide. You got to come down. You got to let me in, too. I'm coming to your house today, Zacchaeus. I'm going down with you. I want to. I, I want to. I want to fellowship with you. Because if you keep reading down, I didn't get to it. I'm done. If you keep reading down, in verse ten, it talked about uh, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Somebody might be watching us today and listening to us. God spoke today. He come to save somebody. He come to save him. He come to save and to seek and to say, what, what qualifies me to be saved? To be a sinner. Needing a savior. We all were sinners. If you, if you, if you, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you are living a life of him, you was once, I was once a sinner. We were lost. We needed him. How many believe that? Because if you didn't believe that you needed to be saved, you wouldn't ask him. You heard a message. And it wasn't about cause and how. It wasn't, it wasn't about millionaire. But you heard a message somewhere and, and it pricked your heart. And the Lord drew you. And he spoke to you and said, today is your 
came for you. I'm praying. When I look around this room and I see these young men in church today, I'm praying for these young men. I'm praying for the men. I'm praying for the young ladies. When I look at y'all and I see y'all in church this morning, I'm praying for you because God has a work for y'all. He has a he has a he has a vineyard with your name. There, there are souls that we can't reach, but He has given y'all the anointing and the grace and the Bahia and the power to touch a shatai. I feel this day. Hallelujah. It, it, it's, 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 it's urgent, uh, young men and young ladies. It's, it's urgent. There's an urgency that God is putting on your life because you are surrounded by a, a harvest. There's a, there's a great group of young people. They are hungry and thirsty, but they don't know what they're hungry and thirsty for. They're looking for fulfillment. They're looking for a better way. They won't. You have it. Tell them about Jesus. And I, I can hear somebody say, well, how am I going to tell them about Jesus and I need to get myself together? Well, talk to the both of you. I can't get no help. Talk to the both of you. While you witnessing to them, witness to you too. And let them save both of you. I can't get no help. Let them heal both of you. Let them deliver both of you. Both of you get a victory dance. Because he came to see and to save that which was lost. See, he that went to souls is wise. What a strategy. Man, I just come to talk to you about the Lord. And before you judge me, I need him too. Huh? Because you know, every now and then you're gonna you're gonna run into that. But you can't let that dis discourage you. You can't let that detour you. There's gonna always be somebody that's gonna swing back. But you gotta learn how to take a licking <laughs> and keep on taking. You can't take it personal when you're with us. Because rejection comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. And all you parents, let me say to you, the Lord gave me a word for you. He said to tell you that stop feeling like you failed if your children happen to go astray. Stop feeling that way. Stop blaming yourself for their decisions. Because you taught them. You raised them. You brought them up the best you could in church. Stop beating yourself. Stop, 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 stop feeling like a failure. Don't believe that lie another day. Don't believe that another day. Your children, they have it in them. 
the hands of God. It talks to him. They can't get no help. The word talks to them. I can't get no They hadn't forgot how to say Father. In the name of Jesus. They have forgot. They know the word. Whosoever call on the name of the Lord. They know it because they done called him since then. And he done answered. Because he good like that. He done answered them. Hallelujah to God. They still pray. Trust me. Before they shut their eyes and go to bed, they talk to him. When they get up in the morning, thank you, Lord. Just because you don't hear it, don't mean it ain't being said. Yes. See, the Lord has a set time. Because the scripture says he was at that place. See, the Lord will turn any place into the place. <laughs> I can't get no help. See, with God, God can take any place and turn it into the place when it's your time. He, he, he'll touch you right there, wherever you at. And the Spirit of the Lord will fall on you. Tears will run down your eyes. And everybody look at what's wrong with you. Man, let me get some of that. What's making you cry? Why are you sitting there acting like that? What's wrong with you? Man, you got a glow on you. What, what in the world? Man, what's wrong with you? Young lady, what's wrong with you? What, what is that? Man, I feel, I feel funny. No, you feel the power. And, 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 and the Holy Ghost, it, it, it'll, it'll rub off on them and it'll get on them and the other person and the other person. And before you know it, everybody's sober. Everybody, everybody. Everybody's sober. I'm not talking about you, you could be drunk. I'm talking about sober up. Your mind has come back. You you have been brought back to yourself. Like the prodigal son. I wish I had. And he came to himself. And he came to See, when you come to yourself, that's soberness of mind. It's in them. It's in them. Man sitting there with his children. It's in them. Look at these young men in here. Look at y'all. It's in you. And when the mother young men see y'all coming to church, in spite of and stop disqualifying yourself from being used in a sample. Because God can use you just like you. Just like the way you are. He'll use you and it'll come out of your mind. You'll be in conversation. You're going to talk about God. Oh, man. Oops. Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah. Come from within. It's in you. Look at all. Y'all see the same. Y'all with me on this? These mothers and fathers, and y'all, y'all, y'all understand what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. Yes. Your children, your children are going to be saved because you are seeking the Lord. Yeah. So let me tell y'all something. 
If it was up to the devil, y'all have been out of here. Me too. <laughs> Us too. You know that? If it was up to the enemy, we all would have been gone. So the fact that we're here and we're still breathing and we're still living, that means we got a future. That means it ain't over. I preach the way I preach because I see the better day. I see the better day. Glory to God. And I will say this. I pray that I live long enough to see all of the youth walk with God. But if it's his will that I leave first, Lord, let the prayer be asked. Let the manifestation come. Whether I'm here to see it or not. I believe God. I'm going to say it again. And I know we got to go. I believe God. Amen. Anybody believe God with me? I believe God. God gonna, God gonna use these young folks. I'm telling you, He gonna use He gonna use these men and these women of God. He gonna use them. Y'all, 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 y'all got to do. You just got to. You got to do God's will. You got to. That's why the enemy is fighting you so hard. What is it that he afraid of? You ever stop and ask that? Why the enemy don't want me to be saved? You know why? Why the enemy don't want me to walk in where he called me to do? You know why? Because he's going to lose a lot of folks. <laughs> Satan's going to lose a lot of people. I'm trying to tell you. He's going to lose them. That's right. That's right. He's going to lose a lot of folks. Well, the kid said he can't win. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, 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 the saints are rooting for you all. The, 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 the saints are rooting for you all. We're rooting for you. All right. Don't we want to see them become we want to see you it don't, it don't, nothing does make us feel better than to see y'all praising God and, and testifying and talking about what the Lord is doing for you how he done brought you stop, stop dwelling all on your failures and your weaknesses give those to God Focused on what you're called to do. Stop, stop, re, stop reliving and rehearsing the past. It's time to move forward. God's got to work for you. Got to work for y'all. I look at all y'all young men here. Y'all come a long way since you've been here. And the devil will 
tell you, oh, you ain't did nothing. You ain't changed. If you ask me, you don't got worried. Nobody asked you. <laughs> huh? You got to talk back to that joke. He's a lying wonder. Put him in his place. Nobody asked you. <laughs> huh? Talk to him. Tell him. Gifts are still there. They can see, see the saints, the season saints, they, 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 God's going to bring them into a season to where they can sit back and, and rest and enjoy the rest of their day. They're still going to work and serve, but they ain't going to serve and work as much. I can't get no help. And so the, 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 the church, as we know it, and has got to step it up. Amen. You understand? Amen. Got to step it up. Amen. And, 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 and because there's too much work to be done. Yes. When we look at all of these older preachers and leaders are dying out. And, 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 and there's so much confusion and fighting and, and, and commotion going on when they die. Because it's too many absalons right. in the churches. Not enough disciples. Amen. We even got to be careful how we use them terms sons and daughters because that's breeding entitlement. True. Now you need to be saved. Amen. You need to be a disciple. You need to live a sanctified life and quit competing with your brothers and sisters. Amen. Trying to get an inheritance from the, from the man Instead of getting it from the master. Sometimes competition and all that can be breathed right in the congregation. And because that because there's favoritism being shown. And we need to teach people, be a disciple. Follow God. And he'll make room for you. There's something for all of us to do. I don't have to compete with you. You don't have to compare yourself to me. I can, I can, I can be delivered from low self-esteem. Because I, I have been delivered from the pressure to prove myself. Yes, sir, Lord, I have been delivered. That thing done broke off of me. I ain't got to prove myself anymore because I'm somebody to God.
Some stuff you just got to outgrow. That's it. <laughs> huh? Don't let, them, don't let them push you back into petty deal. I don't live there anymore. I've changed my address. Return to sender. Address unknown. When they send you a packet, send it back. Can't get no help. Wrong person. Wrong place. <laughs> he has changed my name. Change your posture. Change your position. Change your perspective. God is changing the name. And when your name changes, your direction has to change. I'm going another way. Good God. He's calling us. We go another way. Amen. When they came to bring the zip gifts, they were supposed to go back and report to Herod. But the Bible said they went home another way. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home another way. Come on. If you put the to that, come on, that's what you All these are Yeah! Well, you can't get nothing with God. Good gracious of life. He'll give you a word out of the word. Huh? I'm going home another way. How many can say that? I came in one way. I'm going home. Another way. <laughs> yeah, Father, thank you so much. Praise you. Glorify. Oh, we love you. Thank you for this message. Mm. Thank you for your word. 
Thank you for taking the time to minister to us. Lord, I believe that your people heard it. The enemy tried to block the message, but he couldn't stop it. Somebody was watching, oh God, that the enemy didn't want to hear this word. But you have stopped the airwaves. You made it clear. You're saving somebody today. You're healing, delivering, set free. I thank you, God, for every family that's represented in this place today. On this Christmas Eve celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you, speak, you spoke your word and you told me to tell your people that you came for them. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for coming. Thank you for allowing us to go home another way. I pray, God, that you would touch these men, these men of valor, these men of strength and war. God, I speak what you've already said about them. You're going to use them to do great and mighty things. Thank you for these young ladies, God. Thank you for the ladies. Thank you for the men. Thank you for the women. Thank you, God, for what you're doing in each and one of our lives. Thank you for how you've used and labored through the season, saints. Continue to bless us all. Thank you for the role that you gave us to do. Thank you for the assignment that you gave us to do. Thank you, God, for every purpose, every gift, every talent. Thank you for how you brought us through 2023. Thank you for how you moved. You kept us, Lord, to see another day. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, God, because your word came with a must. It was attached to a come down. It was attached to a today. I will abide. Hallelujah. In your house. I thank you. I thank you Lord. Because you. We, we was able to see what you was showing us. We was able to hear what you was telling us. Thank you Lord. Thank you. Save God. That man or woman of God. That have backslidden. That have walked away. That pastor. That leader. That preacher. That psalmist. Hush that musician, that prayer warrior, whatever you have called them to do, bring them back, God. Bring restoration. Reconcile them back to you. We stand in the gap, Lord, for so many far and near. So many sons and daughters and grandchildren and spouses and brothers and sisters that may not be saved. Lord, we ask that you would save them in the name of Jesus. Save that sister, Lord. Save that brother, that mother, that father. Save in the name of Jesus. We'll bless your name. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for greatness that you're doing in our lives. I thank you for how you poured out in the morning service and how you just blessed us in the prayer and the praise and 
how you just healed and imparted into us spiritual gift. We, oh God, we love you. Thank you for your presence that abides here. Thank you for the word that comes with revelation, demonstration, manifestation, and confirmation. We love you. Bless us, Lord. Keep us safe during this season. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Save, Lord. Save, Lord. Save, Lord. Save, Lord. Save, Lord. We thank you today. Thank you, God, for what I feel. I feel a breakthrough in somebody's life. Somebody been praying. Somebody been waiting on this. Somebody been standing and waiting on this moment. Been longing, thirsty, and hungry for this. And you brought them to such a time as this. Have your way. And we'll give you the praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Lord, I've done what you told me to do. And I say what you told me to say. Get the glory out of it all. Restore the virtue back in me, I pray. We count it done. It's so right now. In Jesus' name. And we seal it with a praise. Hallelujah. Praise out of you. 
make it. It Knock on wood. It did. Nobody home. Knock knock. Go away. Nothing. Wrong house. Right in the house. Okay. Why, why I'm hearing that dog barking? <laughs> that bark getting louder and closer to the front. Somebody opened up that side gate. Huh? Amen. And we thank the Lord. Good to see you, Josh. I've been, I've been praying for Josh. So when y'all in my spirit, you and Jaquan was in my spirit this week. We got three groundhogs came to church this morning. So I know we're going to get six more weeks of weather. I want to say we, we're proud of uh, Brother Condrell. Yeah. Brother Condrell got two jobs. Two jobs. I'm going to see if he's going to sew back into it anyway. Has <laughs> the spirit been talking to you, sir? <laughs> Not yet. You need to get in a still place. Because he's always talking. <laughs> but I got a good report on it, man. One of the members ran into him. At the Coliseum, mm -hmm. and they said he was working up something. Yes. You come a long way, man. Yes. Come a long way. He walked up to me well, a couple Sundays ago. He said, Pastor, the word, the word is working. Amen. Don't stop preaching. Right. Y'all brothers, brothers held me accountable. Y'all right. showed me tough love, and that's what I needed. Amen. And look at it now. So, Brothers, let's not let up off this love. Oh, Calvin, you doing good. Amen. He's working. Praise the Lord. And uh, I don't know why he got a head down there. I sure ain't playing about no seeds. <laughs> That's just some things that I said and I won't take it back. <laughs> Sunday school. Sunday school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that Christmas party. Yeah. We thank God for the Sunday school department blessing us today. And we also want to wish Mother Kears a happy birthday. Yeah. Our birthday is on Tuesday. Thank you. God does bless mother to live to see another year. She said she's going to be 72. 72. <laughs> God good, ain't he? Man. Mighty good. 72. Ooh. 
tell you. So we try to we we, we working to get where they have already. The Lord has blessed them to get to. Seventy-two years old. Wow, that's beautiful. We gonna say happy birthday to your mother. All right. <laughs> me 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 me. We need the whole congregational choir now. <laughs> me 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 me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mother Keith. Happy birthday to you.
Well, <laughs> <laughs> the scripture says that they're in our era. We need to mock them. Come on. We love them. We pray for them. But don't you stop tithing. Tithing got that dome paid off. Them jets. And you get whatever you got. Now you tithing and it don't work. You need you a refund for all the books you wrote. <laughs> Amen. So we thank the Lord for that. Let's enjoy ourselves today. I pray that everybody have a wonderful Merry Christmas on tomorrow. And enjoy your families and eat. Many of you out of work and off. Kids out of school. So enjoy yourself. Amen. Amen. How many people got to go back to work this week? After tomorrow. So everybody else is out. School is out? Yes. Y'all off all next week? Yes. Wow, must be nice. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you right now, these children out of school, your grocery bill will increase. Praise the Lord. Lord have mercy. Listen to this fellow. It's that midnight prophet. Is it that? That's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got them overnight prophets, you know. <laughs> but we want to, <laughs> we want to, <laughs> we want to thank God for Facebook Live and TV broadcasts. Let's give our virtual sanctuary a round of applause. We want to say to you all, we love you. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from your DTWC church family. And uh, we pray that you all have a safe, successful, and productive rest of the week. Lord willing, we'll see you all on Wednesday night for Bible study. Merry Christmas from DTWC. Yes. Ah, uh, 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 you guys stand up, mother.